Sitting down in your car as you shut the door, you pull out your phone to begin the GPS. You click in the directions, and before you know it, you are focused on where you're headed with your foot on the gas. Admiring the road before you, your attention begins to gain clarity on another thought, and you feel called to turn on the Incredible Conversations podcast. A warm, secure feeling overcomes you. Your breathing gets deeper, your mind gets clearer, and your heart begins to open again. You know that the moment you turn it on, you will be immersed in a wholehearted conversation destined to expand your awareness in incorporating universal law, learning about conscious health, optimizing your energy with astrology, and super fueling your success. You feel like you're sitting with an old friend when you hear, Welcome to Incredible Conversations with me, Isabel. Hello, my lovely and beautiful petunias of the world. We are almost close to the end of 2022. Wowza. I'm sure that will not be the first time you hear that. (laughs) Especially with all of the marketing these days. But we got a special spicy treat for all of you creative folk out there. And what I got in store for us today is a success strategy for creative and intuitive people, just like myself. Because I feel like, one, sometimes I will do this thing, and please let me know if you resonate with this. I'll do this thing where I will... I'll need three drinks to get started. I'll need the right music. And then I'll need to go clean the house. And then I'll need to cook a meal. And then I'll have to finish that meal with presents so that I can chew my food 30 times each bite. And then after stretching for 30 minutes, I can start my day and I can do whatever 20 minutes of work I have been just putting off because I got all of these things I gotta do before I get to that one thing. And so a part of this I feel like is the dopamine that we basically make ourselves require because first it starts out with just needing a latte before we start, but then it begins to add on into two things, three things, four things until we get started. And those are just little dopamine hits like, oh yeah, oh yeah, feeling good, yeah, mm, yeah. But then it comes to the work and we're like, oh my God, this sucks. And then we cut it short or we don't shop all the way or we get bamboozled, bamboozled, bamboozled by a trillion ideas. And wow, thank goodness you're an idea factory. Go sell all those and make some cash. But it can be really overwhelming and it can actually hinder our ability to create in the first place. Because if we then get into that cycle of feeling guilty or resentful that we aren't acting out on all these ideas, it just builds up in a really harsh way. So maybe you resonate with that. And today's little strategy is with the intention and mindfulness to assist you 
and building a method that is sustainable. Something that I read recently that really struck the heart chords in some weird twisted way that I've been aware of for a long time, but it really brought up just like a wow, that is profound, was if it isn't sustainable, it isn't, I don't even know how they put it, but if it isn't sustainable, it isn't going to last. <laughs> like something so simple and so ridiculously just plain, just plain, y'all. And it was probably different than that, but truly, if it's not sustainable, it's not going to last. So why would we even try to do something that's insustainable, if that's the correct way to say it? Because we know it's just going to fail or it's going to fold in on itself. And as someone who might be transitioning from the regular social normality nine to five into their own sphere of online work or outside work, just work in general, maybe you just utilize social media to make your work seen by more eyes. That's really what social media is. This could really be helpful. This has helped me a lot. And I fell off the train of it for the last few months. So this is really a great way for me to incorporate it back into my life and to share it with everyone here. And again, if you hear the puppies playing, well, that's our life. And we actually have a third one with us for the week. She's a sweet little Cavalier Kings Charles Spaniel. And she's so cute. So what we're gonna need for our discussion today is we will need to one, have our phone calendar or our laptop calendar opened up. I'll be completely transparent. I have no idea how any other phone outside of a iPhone or a laptop such as a MacBook work. That is what I use. If you're an Android person, you are on your own and I am just so transparent. I got nothing for you other than you applying this information with your own information of using your Android non-MacBook things and doing what you will with it. So that's straightforward as it goes. So <laughs> thank you for that little slip on in. So outside of the calendars being pulled up, I also want you to grab your journal. So this is going to be a highly interactive, we are actually taking the time within the podcast for you to go through this because one, if you're not going to allocate it now when you're already devoting time to listening to this podcast, are you actually going to do this? And I'm just being honest because me, I, my personal experience, when I'm listening to a podcast, that is a precious value of my time and I really intentionally choose what I listen to and how I use it. I always want to gain something from it, take away from it, whether it's learning something new or interacting with a tool. If I'm not taking something away from it, what's the point? And so I really want you to take something away from this on a very 
physiology level of feeling the energy shift in your body, writing with your hand physically, using your brain, planning out the year ahead. Like this is gonna get deep y'all. So I hope you're ready, cause I'm ready for you. So if you're watching the YouTube version of this, I am gonna do my best for us to have my calendar shared so that I can actually show you how to do some of this stuff. It's very easy, basic, simple, iCal things. But, and I'm not gonna go super extensive with it, but just so you can see it, just so you, you get the flow, you get the drift. So, first and foremost, shake out the body. Shake out the upper body, if it's safe for you to do so. Close your eyes. If you're watching the YouTube, you see me just shaking my shoulder, shaking my head. You can do this in whatever capacity, even if you're driving, just shake, shake one foot, shake hand, shake your head really easily, and just roll your shoulders around. Oh yeah. Yep, open up the body and close the body. And open up the body. Ooh. Maybe do some circles. Ah, and take a nice, big, deep breath. If it's safe for you to do so, and your eyes are closed, please keep them closed for a few more moments. You are here in this body during this time. And we have so much to be grateful for, where there's so much expansion happening in the world. And regardless of where you stand on the shifts and the changes and the speed, the pace of how certain areas of the world may be growing. Just come back to your body. I invite you to set an intention for this time that we have together in this podcast. If there's a word that is coming up for you, perhaps you wish to set a word into place that will ground you, drive you, lead you to where you want to go. Allow it to come up and state it. Know that you are about to embark on a process that is here to assist you in turning thoughts into reality, dreams into a waking moment in your life. Because there is truly nothing more rewarding than stepping into the expanded version of yourself every single day and then watching that self come to real life. And if any thoughts that sound like 
it never works out for me. I'm never going to go anywhere. Or it's too hard and I don't have enough time. Or maybe I just don't have the energy for this. Anything like that. Anything that just feels heavy and dark. Cast it aside. Throw it away. Pretend you're crumpling it up on a piece of paper and you're shooting it into the trash can and you make it like a baller and it's gone and it doesn't exist in your field of energy anymore. And now come back to the word that you said or said at the very beginning. Anchor down into how that feels. What does that word feel like? When someone addresses you with that word in their sentence, their exclamation, what is that like? Paint a quick picture of that moment. When you recognize what that word means to you, what does that look like in your own life when you're initiating on it yourself? Inhale and exhale in and out of the body as you quickly allow that picture to be painted as well. Whatever you can imagine or envision within the mind, it's already created and thus it is real. It has to become real on the physical plane. When we are giving it our consistent focus daily, not obsessive, not controlling, not strangling this you have to work not getting rambled jambled up in manifestation and whatever the f that is it's just simply giving yourself 10 minutes to watch your life expand in your mind playing out how you would act in certain moments what you would be courageous enough to do how you would act and then what would be the outcome of it Because when you can play that all out in your mind, and this is scientific fact, you are able to do it way easier in real life. My biggest and best example of this is my current partnership with my boyfriend and how I would wake up and I would sit in my room for 10 minutes and I would just drop into meditation and I would wonder and explore and create these scenarios in my mind mixed with real life scenarios that we had had and how I wanted them them to develop what I wanted it to be like when something would happen how would I want to respond or how could I become how could I open up how could I lead how could I receive 
And that was the most free and light and explorative and relaxed I have ever been in my life. So just take a big deep breath. Slowly welcome in any movements into the body. And we'll come back to the here and now, shake the fingers out or move the body slowly. Open the eyes. And now let's get started. Thank you for joining me in that little evolution. The first thing we're gonna do is grab the journal. And we are going to start by thinking of no more than five goals that we wish to achieve in 2023. And I want these to be goals that you currently do not have, right? Sometimes we can put, oh, I, I want to do just literally a different version of something we're already doing. That's no fun. And isn't that really going to expand you? I won't answer that question. I'll just leave you to think about it, but think about it. Will that expand me when you are writing down these goals? I'm gonna give us three minutes on the clock to go through this and then we will come back together. So literally for three minutes, there will be silence. And I want you to think of two to five goals that you wish to tackle this year.
All right, our three minutes are up and I will share my five. Yes, five, because that is how I work. I'm just learning about human design, but I am a generator and I love having projects and multiple goals on my horizon and it fuels me, keeps me going. The more I move, the more energy I have. I'm also a very fiery person, as y'all know. And so, this is what works for me. Just because I said five, if you only had two written down, one, do not change that. Do not do that to yourself. Stick with what you wrote down. So, I wrote down solely from personal training remote and in-person, I want to make upwards of 5 to 10k a month because that would allow me to live the life that I want to live. It would allow me to build the house I want to build. It would allow me to purchase an old quote-unquote new little truck. It would allow me to care for my dogs, create a savings, give back to different donation centers that are meaningful to me and to purchase from businesses that I'm in alignment with. So that feels really good. And that is what I mean when we set these goals. Like, why are you setting these goals? It's also another layer. So if you feel like going back and writing a why next to these, that will really fuel you for taking the steps towards these goals. My next one is living in our own home. A third one, competing in a triathlon. I've wanted to do that since last summer. And I ideally, eventually want to compete in an Ironman for whatever reason. I think that'd be really fun. However, I've never done a triathlon before. I've been a runner and I've mountain biked and I have swam in high school and growing up, but I've never done all three at the same time. And so that will be a lot of food and a lot of training. And then acting. Want to expand on the acting and modeling aspect of my life and how I can get more involved in that because I've never had so much fun ever than when I was on the North Face photo shoot. Hands down, best like two days of work I've ever experienced that wasn't of my own creation. I love when I give astrology readings. I love training people. I love all of that. But wow, if I ever worked for someone, it would be through acting or modeling, hands down. So great work. You have your five, your one to five goals. So these are anticipated expansion goals. And I want you to write that down somewhere. Anticipated expansion. And the next part of this is for the next 30 days, you're going to put this in your calendar on repeat. It's really easy to do in iCal. So let me demo that really quickly for people on the tube. All you're going to do is you're going to go into your calendar. You are going to go to December 
12th or whatever day that you are listening to this on, you're going to go to the little plus sign in the top left corner. And it says create quick event. So you can always go back and edit this, but this is going to be called anticipated, oops, I spelled it wrong, expansion, stillness. Just so you're not, if you're someone who's like, I don't like meditation, but you somehow listen to my podcast because I almost always have us do a meditation, bless your soul for sticking through if that is you. I want you to do this in the morning. Yes, in the morning, because when also grand rising, I'm trying to, I'm actively replacing. You see that I'm catching myself. This is that practice. This is mindfulness in action. I am actively transitioning from saying morning to grand rising on all occasions. Even when I feel really strange with strangers or people I know and they're like, good morning. I'm like, grand rising just because it's so different and it throws people off track but think about it good morning what are we mourning what died uh great we're starting out the day with that bleh so bad our words have deep meaning y'all so grand rising wow we are grandly rising to become who we want to be in this day wowza and so you're going to time this for the morning. And if you're like, oh, I have work in the morning. Go figure you have work in the morning. Do it before, man. Get up and do it. What are you thinking this isn't about to be Capricorn season? It's about to get so easy to do this. So set this for any time before you go to work, please. I'm not going to give you a time because I don't know what time you go to work. But if you're like, I need an hour to get ready before work, do it before that hour. Hold yourself accountable. That's what this life is about. There's no easy way. There's no other way but you showing up and doing it. That's this big realization that I've always known but I'm also having lately where, hey, you have to actually embody and live this. Because if you're not, You're bypassing your life. Not fun. So you're going to set whatever time you want to do this at. I'm putting mine for 6 a.m. And then that's going to show up. Where's the 12th? At 6 a.m. And then you can go into it. You can edit it. And you can alert at time of event. And then repeat every day. And then it's in every day. That is your plan. Your brain automatically is taking in this information. Hey, we are now going to do this at 6 a.m. every single day. We're going to anticipate our expansion with stillness by daydreaming. And so that is what you're going to be doing. And so place this for 30 days. So if it's the 12th, you'll go out to a month from now. You'll go four weeks, first week of January. If you want, you can go ahead and like stop it. Or you can just challenge yourself to keep it in here for eternity. Nah, I would end this maybe a month or a month and a half from now. And then you can delete all future events from the date that you delete it on. So very easy to work with. And that is going to be a huge process we use for 
this calendar. So that is the anticipated expansion part. And then we're flowing right into the brain dump of all of these ideas. So I'm gonna only give us five minutes, just so I'm not making this podcast an hour long, but this will at least get you to come back to it. Well, it might be an hour long anyways. Who am I kidding? But two hours long. It won't be two hours long. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna write down in our journal, or if you're someone who wants to write this in a Google Docs or a reliable and saves as you go document on the computer or in your notes, that is okay too, I understand. I'm a paper and pen person, and I know that it's redundant to write it down on paper and then to put it in the computer, but I feel like that helps my brain out a lot more. And then I do things twice less often, believe it or not. So now we're going to write down each of those goals in our journal with space in between them, you know, four, five, six lines. Uh, maybe more. Maybe you want to give them a page. This is where doing it on the computer can be handy because you can just keep pressing enter or return. And we're going to brain dump every single thing that comes to you when you think about how do I make this happen? What needs to happen to get to this goal? What needs to happen in order to achieve this? And so you'll write down acting. What are all the goals I need to do in order to get closer to landing my very first acting gig? And then write it all down. So we're going to have five minutes on the clock. If you want to have your own timer start for five minutes, then you can give yourself at least a minute per goal if you wrote down five. And then you can divide that up in your own brain however you want if you did less like two goals or one goal or three which isn't less it's just however many you did so we will start in three two and one
You have about two and a half minutes left. All right, our five minutes are up. I hope that you are able to brain dump and let all of your creative ideas out. Anything impractical, anything that was like, oh, maybe this could work. And now we're going to draw on our piece of paper. If you're looking, I will show you on my own journal. But on a clean sheet of paper in your journal, you're going to draw a line for a for to add 12 lines like one line across your paper, the hot dog way, so that you can put 12 little lines to symbol the months. That took me a little while to think about. So I have my beginning circle, that's one, and then I'll draw my line across the paper, make an ending circle, that will be 12 for me, just so I have that, and then I will put my 10 other dashes in between and so we can look at the year ahead in a broader perspective because one you're in a creative and in a creative and intuitive being so i'm not going to force you to do something logical and strict and reserved and very 
abrupt. Yes, I want you to have self-discipline in the sense of you are going to show up for yourself because you care about your passions, just as you would care about what a boss thought of you when showing up for work. Because if you are not going to show up for yourself the same way you show up for work for a boss, someone outside of you, what are you doing? That's rule number one. So if you're going to show up late or you're not going to put in the effort that you want to put in, or you're not going to see the that your effort is where you gather your successful feeling, the achievement, the goodness, where you feel like, ah, I, I did right today. I did good. I stood by my word. If we're not doing that for ourselves, hold the phone. We got a lot to work with just in that. But if you're past that to an extent, then wonderful. I'm just, I really want to pinpoint that out because that was a big part of my journey that I just had to be hit in the face with a couple times, if not a few or a handful. So with this little list of our lines, let me just draw mine out here so I can keep rolling with y'all. And so that we're all on the same track. I'm letting my Mercury and Virgo not get crazy on me because I want to count out all these lines perfectly, but it's just not going to happen. So some have three spaces, some have two. It's okay. We're going to survive. All right. So here it is. If you're watching the YouTube, very beautiful and basic. But now you will go ahead and just sit with this wow 12 whole months ahead of me dang this is wild and you don't have to put everything you wrote down here but again under underneath the numbers you can put the month's name just so you see it in that way too but you can at least put where you'd like to achieve the, these things by. By what what month would you like this to start happening? Because honestly, being new in Reno, not knowing many people, and just starting out at a gym, where right now they are doing a construction job, so the gym is shut down for all of December, which makes my 25 days of mindful movement series on YouTube a wonderful way to see how I work and train um it uh kind of doesn't help me in my goal of reaching 10k with personal training clients that's just not happening in this very moment and that's okay so we're bringing realism in with expansion so this is the reality but i'm not going to focus on the reality because yes i've put out flyers and i've communicated with people and i've and I post about it often, and I promote it, and I'm going to hold this future idea of, ah, yes, the gym will reopen, and this will happen, and I'll start teaching group classes, and then I'll receive my clients, and la, 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 and it will all bloom. So what month do I anticipate this happening by, realistically? Well, maybe it doesn't happen until March or May, maybe April that's okay so whatever your goals are i just want you to give yourself a moment to at least with one of them you can always come back and finish this extensively give yourself a full hour devoted to you you deserve it to complete this but at least do one if you do have more than one 
goal that you are um, strategizing for. So maybe I put down, you know, by April, I really feel that April is the month that this is gonna, this is gonna take off. Knowing the things that I know logistically, realistically with my collaboration with this gym. So that's awesome. So I have four months to get to that point of 10K. Awesome. Now I can plan what am I going to build up to that point. So out of these ideas that you've listed, we're now going to categorize them. And how we're going to do this is in three different ways. So you have to go ahead and just write down which month you want to correlate with what goals. Maybe they happen the same month. Maybe they don't. Whatever works. And then, so just like so show you all what that looks like. <laughs> looks like that. Boom. April. Over the four. Put 10K on the top. And like, oh, that makes me really excited. That makes me giddy. I chose this one to talk about. Between the acting and this one. They both, they both make me feel, ooh, to talk about. Especially this 10K one. Because it's like, wow. I'm admitting to my audience that I want to make that much money. What are they going to think of me? Are they going to think that I'm X, Y, and Z? La, la, la. But you just need to slow down. Remember you're human. Your wants, needs, desires are okay and allowed. And there's enough room for everyone to have these very high desires and not feel ashamed for it. Because it, it is just what is. And so, <laughs> we're going to go back to our brain dump page where we brain dumped our ideas. And even if you're not done, we'll go back to it. And you're going to write down three different categories. So the first one is consistent ideas. So the ideas that you are going to consistently be applying through this year, through this journey to make your goals happen. And I'm just writing this down so I can show you on the tube as well. The second one, you're gonna list as one-off ideas. And you know, make sure you have room in between these to write. And then the last one isn't necessarily a place for what you have written down now, but it's a place for later on, because this is very important. And this might be the most important part of this. It's your ability for that thing to happen and for you to celebrate it to the nines. Celebrate yourself when you succeed. Train yourself that when you put yourself into situations where you have to be brave and then your bravely, bravery, excuse me, fulfills a desire that you have, that you have succeeded. Boom, that is success. Success can be anything. It can be different for everyone. Most people, how it's been painted is that success is material things and great wealth and a nine to five job or being a CEO where you never sleep or see your family. And I just don't jive with that. Yo, I just don't. I like to take probably two or three months of the year doing not anything but exploring, traveling, meeting new people, having fun, 
and I really desire to get to a point in my life where I'm making money, yet I can go out and live life, because what is a life unlived? I don't know. Boring? A waste? That's all different for everyone, too. (laughs) So, celebration is the third step, and what you're going to just quickly do, we'll set a minute, a timer for three minutes. I'm so sorry that I keep tripping and stumbling on my words. I will admit that I, my partner's been sick and I've been really good about my immunity, my immune system being strong enough to not catch his illness, getting down with the sickness. But I got down with the sickness yesterday and I knew it was coming. I foresaw it on the horizon my fault completely and I also started my menstrual cycle yesterday so I'm doing my very best to be here in the moment with y'all and so I might sound stuffy and I'm a little in and out but I'm here for it so we're going to categorize our ideas for at least one so we'll do this for each of them You'll do that for each of them in your own time, but we'll do it for one together so you know the gist of it. And so write down consistent ideas, one-off ideas, and celebrate. So let's, let me give you a few examples. How often do you do consistent ideas? So maybe you are using online social media as a means of marketing, because it is free marketing honestly, and you want to do reels and TikToks. Well, let me share a little insight. If you're just trying to bust out TikToks and reels every single day, you're going to get brain effed because your brain, uh, it can take so long, right? And if we don't set up properly to create these TikToks and reels and things, we're not using them in one media platform and applying them to another wow it can just take up our entire day and we don't want that so perhaps you set aside one day a month one full day where you wake up you create all the reels and tiktoks you need you know you get a outside app to create your videos in with the captions if that's what you do however you do it And then you save that so that you can put it on multiple places without the little watermarks being on there. I have not figured out how to get the watermarks off without doing it that way. So if you got that tip, let a girl know. But that is one example. So you have one full day committed. And yeah, of course, if you got some downtime or you're traveling or you have a really great idea, just come up like that. Follow it. You're intuitive. That's literally a part of applying this practice it's like getting the base done right like the base will sustain you and then the extras are just like toppings on your gelato who doesn't like toppings on their gelato i don't know crazy people not that crazy people are bad (laughs) i'm crazy so um an example of one-off ideas and quotations could be calling xyz about this and so maybe for acting that is calling someone that i communicated with worked with during the north bay shoot to see if they have any 
insights or ideas or leads, if they have the time, for me to get um, seen in a, in a bigger way. That could be one way. It's like, I'm going to do this one time and then it might lead and open to other doors. And that is where you take notes of what you need to add in for your upcoming calendar. And we'll get to that. So let's give us three minutes on the clock just to organize one section of this. And we'll start in three, two, and one. Oh, before we start, <laughs> when you celebrate, think about how you want to celebrate when you do achieve that goal. Literally write down, I want to go eat sushi and get wasted on sake. You know, whatever you're feeling. All right, go.
All right, we are back with continuing on. Oh, this is so exciting. I hope y'all are having some fun with this. This is great. So now we have something that is going to put this into, into action. So we will be filling out one month. I will not be doing this with you because this will take an, a good amount of time. And I cannot walk you through this entirely. But what you're going to do is you're going to think about, of course, if you have work, you're going to schedule work into your calendar. And this is where it gets a little bit different for everybody, everybody, excuse me, which is why I'm not going to go through this with you. But say that you have a job, full-time job. Great. Uh, I want you to go into your calendar. So again, I will share my screen on the tube. I'm, I'm sharing, great. And we're going to go into here. And where are we? I don't know where we are. Oh, we're right here. No, but we're in January. That doesn't help me. <laughs> I just need to go back to where we are today. All right, now I can think straight. Beautiful. So, whatever time of day you're listening to this on December 12th might not be the day to start. So maybe you start on the 13th or whatever day that you are listening to this podcast too and strategizing. Because even if it's in 2023 and you're listening to this, great, get started. Like, let's go, people. There's never a too late to do this date. It's just like, when? When are you going to start? So 6 a.m. anticipated expansion stillness. And then maybe 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Excuse me. (coughs) You have a... Wow, that was an ungodly cough. Bless my soul. From 7 to 8, maybe you want to do a 15-minute yoga practice, EFT tapping, and journal. Whatever combination you want to do. Hang on one more time. Wow, that was so, so bad. I'm so sorry. I can't control those ones, but... I highly recommend that before you go to a different job where you're working for someone else, you are giving yourself the time of day to give yourself nourishing practices that are going to help you. So maybe you're in the healing phase where you're doing self-development work, healing, meditating, journaling. And I don't think there's any stop date to these things. I do these things every day. I'm always healing. But maybe you're also someone who wants to work maybe you're gonna work at eight or nine nine o'clock from seven to eight you work on your own business you set up the website you make the email list you make the workflow you send out emails that you need to send whatever but you start to systemize and so you can even begin you can look at it from that point of view for (coughs) one day i'm so sorry but and If that seems like too small for you, you can also look at it from a month view. And so 
you can look at the next month and you could say, okay, I want the first Monday of the month to be my real, my, my video making day, my content creation for Reels and TikToks. And then you're going to figure out how many of those you need <coughs> for the month as your base to, to help you stay sustainable. And you're going to plan them out. You're going to plan exactly what they are. You're going to have a theme for the month, maybe. Like, December is mindfulness for me. And so my content is catered around mindfulness. I have the 25-day series out, and I am going through multiple practices, and my content is around mindfulness. And so that can help also. Having a theme, what are these things about? What ideas do you want to share and educate about? Boom. Then say you need to make at least 30. Well, pretty easy to come up with 30 different ideas and be very specific for content. Just a little tip there. And so that would be for consistent ideas, picking days that you can bulk create if that is the way to do it or help whatever it is that you need to do. Maybe setting certain days that you check email and then allotting an amount of time to check your email. Maybe it is having, you know, like a networking event scheduled in. I guess that would be more one-off, but maybe you do a weekly gathering. I'm a part of a weekly business babes gathering. We show up every Thursday and we co-work and mingle and do all those things. And it's really beautiful. And so that's another idea. And so just start to look bigger bigger picture and then I want you to go in and just like we did for the anticipated expansion stillness practice I want you to go into your calendar and schedule the time for all of these things so maybe you know the kind of person you are and you got three good hours of work in you baby you make those three good hours of work work for you do not do what I do because I'm a spaz crazy woman and I love diving in for an hour, finishing. Diving in for an hour, finishing. And maybe it takes me a little bit longer, no sweat. I just push off my calendar and I don't add on to it until all those things are finished. And so that is that idea. And so you're gonna go in and you're gonna create a monthly plan. And it doesn't have to be super crazy intact or like specific. But the main things that I want you to schedule are your consistent ideas, your rest, at least one, if not two days of doing absolutely nothing work-related for your mental well-being, going out and doing something fun, and the dates that you anticipate your goal to be achieved. So coming back to the journal where we wrote out this timeline, you'll come back to this journal along with this filling out of the online calendar. Set alarms for these things. Make sure that you get notified because if you're not getting notified, this calendar doesn't make any sense. So whether you need to write it on paper, like I have my big calendar, I write stuff there and then I put it in here. And then I'm gonna just make sure like, okay, by the 10th of April, I want to have, or the 10th of April, by April, I want to be able to make 10K a month consistently with personal training. Okay, so I know that I am going to be 
really diving into my brain dump on that goal and scheduling that more than the others, perhaps. And really dialing in new ways I can figure that out. Um, maybe ways that I can just build rep, rep, repertoire. Rapport. Oh my goodness. I can build rapport with these people, so forth and so on. So that will be that. And that is the gist of it. So after you fill out one month, this is the next step. I hope that this is all aligning and making sense. We're almost done. Yeah. So scheduling rest, one to two days of doing nothing. Making sure you're knowing when your big goals you are due by the tasks that you are going to implement by that time. And then just letting the doors open, scheduling as you go, moving things around, just really relying on this thing to keep you consistent and to detach from your brain's energy output. Because the brain, when it has to change gears all the time, that takes a lot of work. And when you can just wake up at 5 a.m. and go, boom, I drop in, anticipated expansion stillness let's go hallelujah and so you're gonna do this for up to three months if that is the kind of person you are or you're at least just gonna fill this out for one month and with this um if you just do the one month dealer's choice because we all operate differently i want you to put a reminder in your phone for one week or two weeks before that next month comes so that you can fill out your calendar again and perhaps even tweak it from the feedback that you've received over the last two weeks. But for real feedback, wait at least a month. So maybe apply the same schedule again if that worked for you and trust, surrender, receive. Yeah, that's all I got. That was our 2023 strategy for creative and intuitive beings. I hope that you enjoyed it, that it makes sense for you. And I can't wait to hear if you implement it and how it works. I'm noticing that I really love like strategy and how system of processes work. So maybe that's something that I will be diving more into. For 2023 2023 yep yep that's right but until then we'll see so i hope that you enjoyed this podcast please share if it gave you some valuable content yep and i can't wait to see you next time welcome back to the podcast, all of you beautiful souls. Today, we are going to be going through the cosmic community gathering training that I did this past month. So if you don't know, I have a membership. It was the Conscious Alignment Method membership, but I am changing the name. I have changed the name to the Cosmic Community. Very exciting. And Every month we have a group call. So in this call, we go over whatever the energetic of the Zodiac is that month. 
And for the month of December, we start with Sagittarius season. And because we're still in Saggy season, I find it fitting to present you with this training. So the training is a lot longer when we're in the group setting. I am going to go through it a little bit quicker today just for the podcast format. So we will get started with that. And how I like to do this is we start out with the astrology or the zodiac energy that's going on currently. And then we move through that in our, in our own little way. So we will start by diving into the ultimate outcomes of this little training. And the outcome is basically coming from the standpoint of healing with herbs and then so much more because when you can heal through a modality or a spirit of a plant, there's going to be this access to something that's higher and larger than us, than ourselves. And so if you've ever had the chance of undergoing an experience with plant medicine, such as mushrooms, LSD, combo, or another cleansing psychedelic, maybe even ayahuasca, you may have had witnessed the expansion of your perception and your mind, your heart and your soul. So we'll be exploring a little bit deeper into these emotional parts of ourselves, and we'll review where and what in life has took us through these different avenues so far, just so we can see if we can explore a similar expansion in those emotional areas. So the homework will basically be sitting with emotions in an embodiment style, objectively relating an emotional experience with the first memory to come to mind. This ability allows us to dive into that memory in itself and see what it's made up of, the feelings that correlate with it, and then going back into the present moment to see how it has shaped us up to the point we are in, in our lives now. So that's what is on our agenda tonight. And for those who don't know, Sagittarius rules the thighs. That is the body part that they're associated with. So maybe if you're overworking or a little strung out, you might be feeling some tenderness in your thighs. And Sagittarius is all about wisdom, very closely connected with source, with spirit. And here is my little Sagittarius explanation for the month, but ruthlessly blunt and expansive in thought, contemplation, and connection. Your fresh truth-telling skills are hot throughout November to December. It's your time to unapologetically observe your truth and how it lands with yourself and if you honor yourself enough to be genuinely honest about your life, tune into your soul and silence your mind to hear your inner guidance. So, you know that bearing your truth when the world seems to be crumbling under a mile high pile of lies isn't a task for the meek, but it's exactly what's needed. When we're going through those hardships, going into the grit, you have to go through it to get out of it, right? So in order to step up to the batting mound, releasing the weight of old mind constructs is a must. So how do we do it? We go inward and we allow the self to experience any intense, deep, and dark emotions that arise. 
because emotions are just energy in motion. When they're repressed, when they are just standing still, when they are shoved deep into the spaces of the body, they cease forward momentum. They stop working for us. They stop telling us what we need to keep going and they start to make us feel agitated and frustrated, crummy, sad, irritable. When expressed, they take you to who you want to rise into because you're following your path. You're, you're listening regardless of how hard or tough or challenging it may be. You are doing the work and expressing your needs, wants, desires, and honestly showing up no matter what is coming up for you. So honor yourself through the honesty of your life, through everything that's happened. Let go of old mind constructs that keep you in the past. Start from anew so you can go from the now. What I mean by mind constructs for anyone who's unsure what that means is basically conditions we place on ourselves in order to obtain something. Typically, happiness, love, money. I have to do X in order to have money. I have to do X in order to be loved. I have to do, receive, give X in order to be happy. Whatever the emotion is. Yet that's false. And honestly, how is that working out for you? That is something that um, Abraham Hicks, who I listen to often, really emphasizes you have to be in this appreciation and, and find a way. You don't have to, but really finding a way into the gratitude of the now, of what you have, of your experience, is going to rocket launch you towards and closer and faster to those needs, wants, desires that you are wanting. Because when you, when you speak that you want something, that you have a goal, you put it out there, boom, it's done. You literally only have to have pure belief that it is going to follow through. The, the biggest caveat, you cannot obsess over how it's going to come through for you because that is the magic of this universe. That is where the fun lives. That is how we play with life. We get to experience this crazy, unpredictable life by believing that what we want will come. And it's as simple as that. We just get in the way with all of our, I need it now and I need it to happen in this certain way. And if it doesn't, I'm gonna be mad. And then we just, we just really get in the way of it coming to us at all. So I had pulled two angel, archangel cards for this call, this training. And I will read them here because I still feel as if that energy stands strong and true. So the month's directive was clairsentience or emotions. So this card is Archangel Rag Raguel. <laughs> I have such a hard time saying some of the names. So please honor your feelings. Don't be afraid of deep emotion or intense feelings. I can help you distinguish between your own feelings and those of others. I'll also help you clear any energies you may absorb. I'll guide you toward people, situations, and places with clear and loving energy. Your repetitive emotions and physical feelings provide important information. So please notice and follow these feelings. They are answers to your prayers. Ask me to help translate confusing messages so that you'll clearly know which steps to take. 
And it's as easy as calling upon Archangel Raguel to come and assist you if that feels in alignment with you. So the directive is working with emotions in order to get through to the other side. And the medicine is reviewing our life. So using our ability to look at how our emotional body has observed, witnessed, and coped with situations in our life by reflecting upon it. So Life Review by Archangel Jeremiel. It takes courage to look at your life. Yet, if done with compassion and a sense of humor, you'll grow and learn from a life review. I'll help you take stock of where you've been. We'll look at what you've learned and how these lessons are a valuable asset. For today and tomorrow, we'll also notice life patterns that aren't serving your highest good. And we'll take steps to release those patterns. And if you don't know, Sagittarius energy is very blunt, direct, humorous. And I just found that it correlated so well that, of course, like how wise to look at your own life, your own emotional body to see where the huss and fuss is coming from and to laugh about it, to be the medicine, of course. And so, as I said with that first card, the word on the card was clairsentience. And if you're not sure, there are four different ways that we can intuitively connect with ourselves and the world around us. And that's what we're going to talk about. So who is Claire? Who are these four Claire's? When it comes to plant medicine journeys or ceremonies, we begin to open the doors to the metaphysical and ethereal worlds, aka our unseen reality. In the 3D reality, you know, what we can touch, our bodies, the magazine, the cup of water, we begin to learn we are a part of this oneness with these other energetic objects and beings. This oneness can become confusing because our social upbringing in this lack of understanding on how to navigate emotions and intense experiences are, are presented. So with mental expansion and heart opening, you can again witness beyond that because really that's what plant medicine is doing. It's unlocking our heart. It's unlocking our internal world so that we can see beyond all of the material BS in 3D BS to see into the unseen reality so that we can feel deeper, love harder, and experience at a greater depth. So the ability to witness oneness can be further expanded through four psychic-like tools to connect with the unseen world. These are the clairs. This ultimately leads you to feeling and believing in your tuition, fully harnessing it and its power, and rarely listening to outside or external people and situations to make decisions about your own life, your own body, your own mind. And this is a very important couple tools, few tools that we can use that we have access to all the time. It's more so about believing in them, learning about them, getting to know them, and then practicing and saying, hey, was that this moment or that moment? Or can I recall to the past when I've had this happen to me before? So the four different clairs are clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, and claircognizance. And I'll go through a description of each of those. So 
Claire audience is hearing quotations of a calm, even-toned voice in your mind. It often gives you a short, direct message, and it's usually very random. A very random thought will pop in during a very extremely different moment or a great idea or even a warning to not go down a certain alleyway. And I was actually listening to a podcast where this guy was recalling his Claire audience. He didn't know it was this, but he, I believe, was a cop or something. And he was told by his um, squadron, I don't know what you call that, but by his people (laughs) to go down this alley. And he just had the worst feeling about it. And so last second, he said, y'all, I'm not going down there. Like, I, I can't. I... I just need to take a minute. And so his his little team was upset, but a few moments later, they put like a decoy down there or something. And I mean, just got blown up, shot at, blasted. And the guy was like, yeah, I'm really happy. I listened to myself, to that like little voice that popped in my head that said, don't go down there. So that is one example of clairaudience. Clairvoyance is when you can see images that play out in your mind, maybe of yourself or another, and they can be interpreted in various ways. They may even be images that have not happened yet in the present moment, but then you see it and you get that deja vu and you're like, whoa, I've seen this before. I knew this was coming. And so, An example of this is seeing the ground shake below someone and, you know, this could mean a million things because we don't know the situation of this person, but maybe that person is dealing with a lot of stress. Maybe they are moving, they have a new job, they aren't sure of the area that they're about to live in, they're not sure about their wage or what's expected of them, and so that could mean that there's unpredictable changes happening in their life and they don't feel secure or grounded and that they're kind of up in the air. And then the next one is clairsentience. So the most common Claire, the word that was on our archangel card, and it's that gut feeling. It's if you're familiar with human design and you're a sacral feeler or responder then you get that gut feeling and that is what tells you to move forward or to not move forward. And it's really being able to read a room, sensing the energy of people and really tapping into how someone else is feeling. So just as I'm saying these, see if you can sit and reflect, huh, have I had those moments before? And just pick them out, name them. You may have had an experience with all of these or maybe only one of them. It's not a positive or a bad thing, right? It's more so just taking inventory information and having awareness of our belief in our own intuition and in our own ability and power to foresee and to know what our path individually is calling us towards or away from. And then the last one is clear cognizance. And this is when you receive a download. So Maybe you've heard a lot of this because it's so mainstream now, but it's like, oh, I'll just, I can't, I don't remember what I say. I just receive all these downloads and I come out of this trance and I'm like, whoa, hey, hi, how are you? 
So these downloads could be about you or another in a situation with having asked them very much about this. And so I was talking to my my client the other day and she told me a story about how she was um, working at this one place and they were prepping food and all of a sudden she asked this this co-worker of hers a question about you know creating this certain thing and the co-worker just dropped and and just darted looked at her and was like what I haven't told anyone about that and was just like blown away by the fact that my client had asked her about this very secret and important thing that was obviously energetically stressing her out enough to be relayed by my client. And so you might receive information about someone or yourself prior to anyone mentioning it, which is pretty, pretty fascinating, pretty cool, if you ask me. So I really ask, like, dive into those deep emotional pockets that live within yourself and notice which intuitive gifts you have a particular inclination towards. Which ones really stand out or seem like they'll work for you? Which ones feel the most prominent in your life? This is such a cool tool to have access to. So I do recommend if you have the time, the space, you're not driving, you're, you're at home, or maybe you're journaling already because you know that you get so much from these podcast episodes, that you take three minutes and jot down any experiences you recall in your journal and just note them and maybe even challenge yourself to carry a journal with you for the rest of the day or next two days and see if any of these moments come to you. And along with this list, or if you are driving or busy, just take note of these in your mind, but write or think about three emotions, judgments, or situations that have been lingering in your mind, causing you any kind of upset. This is where the embodiment piece will come in. So I will not be able to to demonstrate this or do this for you very well on the podcast. This is really I mean, this is profound when you do it with a partner, when you have someone to guide you through it, and then you can swap. But in my training, I give my training to my my membership, my membershipies so that they can have the material and use it afterwards. But I basically write out the ways to go through this practice. So You'll use the three emotions or situations you wrote down or thought about, and you can go through this as many times to pinpoint the space that you feel the emotion or situation is truly rooted within yourself. So first you become still in your body, become very aware, intentional, fully present with where you are in space and in time. Get in touch with your sensations and your thoughts and allow the thoughts to drift away. Allow them to drift away like the clouds in the sky. And think about one of the three things that you wrote down or thought about. So I'm going to use the example of feeling unworthy of friendship. So when I experience feeling unworthy of friendship, where do I feel it in my body? And so as the person 
answering, I would sit and I would see what's the first memory that pops up in my mind. And one of the first memories that pops up in my mind, I'll, I'll get vulnerable with y'all here, is as a youngster, I had like one girlfriend that I really trusted and felt close with. And we lived fairly close to each other. So I was like, yeah, like we're best friends. Like I get this. And we had just made it to the middle school where all the six grades were coming together for the first time and meeting all these new people and all these friends. And it felt like I, you know, I had this one girlfriend. She became friends with these other girls, which was really fun. And she invited me to meet them and like hang out with them. And then those girls liked, liked hanging out with me. And then that other girl, I don't know what, you know, like I, I won't put words in their mouth or experience, but what it felt like to me was that there was a battle. It was either her or I at this point. And then it caused tension and resistance between the two of us, which I really didn't like because I was just making friends and doing like, I was invited by her to meet these people. And so I like really feel that in my chest and in my heart, like feeling let down and feeling like I did something wrong. And like, I really wanted to fix it, but I didn't know how, and I didn't know how to reassure the situation. And so I feel it in my chest. And then do you have any memories that show up with that part of the body? That's the memory that shows up. And if you don't have any memories that come to you, then, excuse me. And then if you don't have any memories that come to you right away, can you sit and see if there's anything old that comes up in your body? Anything at all. And then you could, after jotting that down those experiences, you can ask more in-depth questions. Like when I experience feeling like it's a challenge to make friends and I feel it in my chest, like I might like, what does what does it mean to have it be challenging this is really hard to do with just one person y'all this is so much easier and way more fun when you have two people to do it but basically you're asking questions to get to the root problem of what's really going on so feeling like it's hard to have friendships hmm what like what happens when you don't make friends well I feel lonely I feel unloved I feel like I'm invaluable, like I am, I'm disposable. Well, where does this feeling of disposability and feeling in love and lonely come from? Well, maybe it comes from growing up and feeling like I had to be really small so that my parents could focus on other things. Like I didn't need to be a nuisance. And so I didn't have many um, close, close friends. I had one or two and I would just constantly be at their house and never at my parents when really it was that desire of my parents loving me and, and being around to enjoy spending time with me and having fun with me and playing with me, so forth and so on. And so you can go into it 
in those ways. And you can just ask even deeper questions with the memories like, oh, what did you feel when you were in that memory with those friends and you felt like it was a battle? Like I said, I felt bad. I felt like I wanted to fix it. Like I was doing something wrong. And then like, what does doing something wrong? Like, where have, where have you been made to feel like you've done something wrong around friends before? And you can just keep going on and on in this. I love doing this with my clients because one, I can better direct the questions when I'm focused and lasered in on their feelings, their situation, their memories. And it's a really nice bonding experience. It gets you deeper with that person that you're sharing with. So for each emotion and experience, you'll use the following four questions afterwards to release the one moment you talked about. So if you start with emotion one, then you'll say all these questions at the very end of it and then move on to emotion two if you're feeling ready and capable. So these are from the Sedona method and I love the Sedona method. The following four questions are, could I allow myself to welcome this feeling as best as I can? And you could say, could I allow myself to welcome this feeling of feeling like it's challenging to make friends as best as I can and you just say yes or no <sighs> yes could I allow myself to let it go yes would I let it go yes when and then you say when now I can let that go now and even as I just briefly quickly with less than 30 seconds ran through that Every time I'd take an inhale after asking a question, I felt the release within my body. It's an energetic tingle that starts for me. For me, it starts up in the head and it goes down through my body, through my arms, through my legs, through my chest, through my pelvis, the whole nine yards. And it brings you back to this equilibrium. And it brings you out of the emotional state so that you can refresh and start anew. And you really want to remember not to debate with yourself because yes and no are simply sounds. There's no right or wrong to them. It's just where you are. And even if you say no to all the questions and when, I don't know, you're still getting that release because you're acknowledging it within your body. You're asking yourself questions. So this next part is unpacking and repacking your life. And you'll now use your journal or do this in your head. But whatever in your life you're not honored or stoked about or feel happy admitting to, whether it was a chapter or a paragraph in your experience, maybe an exclamation point or a sentence or a single word. It's now time to admit them to you. You don't have to admit it to anyone else, but if you want to go through them in your mind or just speak them out loud while you're in the car and maybe write them down in your journal to let them go that way, you can burn the piece of paper afterwards. This is a really true way to honor and respect that there's darkness within you. And that there's darkness within everyone. And that when we have the, I've been saying audacity a lot, but when we have the audacity 
to judge another when we know we have our own equal issues on the inside that we may be repressing or holding back or hiding or putting on a pretty face for, does that make us any better? No, no. Like we're all the same. We're all human. We all have experiences. We've all made mistakes. We've all made decisions that weren't the best decision. And maybe we learned from it. Maybe we didn't. Hopefully we do. So we don't do it again. But honor and honesty are two peas in a pod. And the darkness in your life is what arises your greatest art. Think about it. Your own art and where it comes from and how it was made from the shattering of your life. Those greatest moments where you come back stronger than ever in the newest way with a new vision and a new passion for life comes from when we are just fucking shattered broken to pieces, whether we initiate that shattering or someone else does. But regardless, it's up to us to pick up the pieces we need to keep moving forward and then to stay open to the pieces that are coming to us because we are now new, reinventing ourselves, shaving off the old identity and becoming something that we have never known yet. And it's really trusting that process. So in this repack, journal or go through these questions in your head but where can you find the silver lining to the bigger picture of the outcomes for what you have admitted to for what you do not feel admirable for where can you grace yourself with humor and wisdom for the unfolding of these events like what is the irony in the situation What is a little tiny piece of funny that you can find to lighten it up, to make it not so heavy and deep without disrespecting the heavy and deepness of it? And lastly, who would you be without those moments? Can you appreciate that you have become who you have become because of undergoing those experiences, those decisions, those mistakes? whether you love them or not, despise them or not. So take a big deep breath into the body and exhale them out. And to begin to wrap up our little podcast here, this is short, quick and easy. This goes into a lot more detail when it's in the membership because I take the time to go through this with a couple people. But here's uh, some few wisdom pieces for you to take off from this podcast. God grant me the serenity to accept the thing I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. The Serenity Prayer by Reinhold Mueller. I have no idea how to say his last name. The next one, ask, don't tell. Do what you do and don't do what you don't do, which is hilarious and so, so accurate. Ease off the pressure. And last but not least, be upfront with the resistance in your life. 
being unrested isn't simply a form of not sleeping enough. It's having mental, emotional, or soulful exhaustion. Let the energy move in and out of the body and watch your life become free. Oh, gorgeous. And last but not least, I listed some herbs and mushrooms to regulate the nervous system. You could put all of these in a single herbal tea extract, or you could find a tincture, or you could find an oil like doTERRA, anything like that. However, alfalfa, that's a great herb. Alfalfa contributes to the digestive system and digestive health. Firstly, it is high in prebiotics, fructo, yo, I don't think I can say this word, fructo-olgo-osaturides compounds, which fertilize and feed the good bacteria, probiotics in the gut. This will help to neutralize bad bacteria, such as candia, which can lead to the whole host of health problems. Next on the list is horsetail. So I have to make this a little bit bigger. Silica is fundament fundamentally important in building and maintaining healthy connective tissues, cartilage, muscle, skin, tendons, sheathing, and bone. Consuming horsetail as a natural source of silica increases the body's absorption of bone-building minerals, such as calcium, helping to provide relief from a whole slew of structural diseases. That's really a good one for women. If you're not weightlifting or you're injured, that's a really great one. Next is marshmallow. So marshmallows tend to be more commonly associated with the sweet, fluffy confectionery we toast around the campfires. However, the root of this powerful herb has a long and esteemed history of traditional use as a potent cough remedy and healer of many other ailments. Next is ashwanga. Since ashwanga is traditionally used as an adaptogen, it is used for many conditions related to stress. Adaptogens are believed to help the body resist physical and mental stress. Some of the conditions is used for include insomnia, aging, anxiety, and many others. And then we have eleuthero. Increase energy and reduce fatigue, managing cancer, improve cognitive function, enhance exercise, healing wounds and preventing ulcers, increasing low blood pressure, reducing osteoporosis, managing menopause, reducing limiting respiratory tract infections, improving lymphatic function, repairing preventing nerve damage, lower or stabilizing blood sugar levels. What can that herb not do? And that's what I'm, I love herbs. I love adapt adaptogens, especially because you can use them at any time of day and it will understand what type, like time of day it is. And it will help your, your body in whatever capacity it needs. So I believe ashwanga, if you take it in the morning, it will give you a boost for your day. And it will help you become alert and awake and maintain this inner peace. Yet if you take it at nighttime, it will help with insomnia. It will help you get to sleep. It will help with melatonin. It's really wild 
how it knows, because it is a living energetic being. These are plants, these are mushrooms and other herbs. And oh, it's just like proof that how smart mother nature freaking is. And then I do have sources listed for all of those in the um, training that I have. And then another particular species that we want to be mindful of are parasites. So parasites can cause a slew of effects on the body. And a way that we can eliminate them or just maybe flush them out of the system are there are a few different ways, but for herbs, you want to look at wormwood, black walnut, clove, oregano oil, grapefruit seed extract, anything that's antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral. Um, foods to choose are fresh garlic and onions, pumpkin, papaya seeds, and some of the conditions let me see if I can get it up here, that we look for, or symptoms, I should say, would be constipation, diarrhea, weight loss or weight gain, loss of appetite. Maybe you're feeling fatigued very often or vomiting. You have food sensitivities coming out of nowhere, skin issues, joint or muscle pain, IBS-like symptoms. Maybe you're itching down under, if you know what I mean. These are just a couple of the ways that parasites can come into the body and really mess with our system. And there's a whole slew of research out there. So you can look up parasite, healing parasites and, and find what you need. But that is the end of it. That was our cute little training very helpful, very useful, moving with the body, moving with what's going on inside, letting emotions come through and forward. Instead of feeling ashamed of our life, reviewing it, reflecting upon it, witnessing where in our body these memories and moments are stored, and going, whoa, huh, that's pretty insane. Never would have thought that me being a runner and winning that race had anything to do with X, Y, and Z, so forth and so on. So I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that wherever you're at, you were able to take something away from this podcast and that you're able to implement it. Or if you're interested, please reach out. We can schedule a one-on-one -one call. We can go through an embodiment session. That is a way that I work with clients is through these sessions. And we can see what we can discover. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Incredible Conversations podcast. And I will catch you back here next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Incredible Conversations. Slowly echoes throughout your car as the podcast comes to an end. Sitting there in fascination, curiosity, and solitude, the visions of how you want to superfuel your success dance along in your mind. A deep belief has awakened, and you're empowered to consciously create your life by optimizing your energy and healing from the inside out. You've subscribed to the podcast, have left your five-star review, 
and shared this episode with a friend because of the new intentions you've created for yourself. You have your foot on the gas, hand on the wheel, and you no longer need a GPS to know where you're going.